Good morning, family, and welcome to today's Lessons for Life. Today is Sunday, November the 9th, 2008, and today we're reading Genesis chapter 41, and there's very a lot in this chapter, so as always, once again, I'm going to say it. Uh, I encourage you to read the entire chapter through for yourself and see what you get out of it, and you can share it with us on the blog. But uh, one thing I want you to understand is that, you know, even though we have chapter breaks, like we have chapter 40 and 41 and, you know, 40, all the different chapter breaks, it's really just part of the same story. It's kind of like how you have a commercial break on TV. So uh, we kind of are repeating even some of the lessons that we got from yesterday with this because we're talking here also now about uh, dreams, but now about Pharaoh's dreams. And uh, Joseph's actually able to interpret uh, Pharaoh's dreams for him. And uh, what happened, Joseph once again says that, you know what, it's not uh, me that's interpreting dreams, but it's actually God that's going to interpret the dream and give you peace. Because Pharaoh was, uh, he was unsettled because he didn't get an interpretation for the dream. It said his spirit was unsettled. So, uh, Joseph was, he shows again the same lesson we got yesterday that it's not him that's doing the interpretation, but it's really God that's doing the interpretation, just using Joseph. And I think that's, uh, once again, an important lesson for us to understand and, you know, learn. It's the second time we're getting it, just like even in this chapter, you'll see that, Joseph, that Pharaoh had a dream for the second time, uh, meaning that God had uh, really set that thing up. but this is the second time we learned the same lesson and it's something that I think is vital for us to understand that you know the things that we uh, get is not by our own means but actually by God and us working in alignment with God so that's even how if you see what happens after uh, Joseph is able to interpret the dream for Pharaoh then Pharaoh appoints Joseph uh, basically second in command over all of Egypt and the, I actually said that incorrectly because what I saw there was that, you know, Pharaoh actually didn't really appoint Joseph the man second in command, but he actually appointed the God in Joseph second in command. Because you'll see that it says, you know, the Pharaoh says, well, where can I find um, someone so discreet and wise? But, you know, he recognized that God was in Joseph because he also said that uh, God was, the Spirit of God was in uh, in Joseph and he, he recognized you know there was no other man where the spirit of God in, there was no other man in that land where the spirit of God was in him like it was in Joseph so that's why he actually appointed Joseph or actually the God in Joseph as second in command over all of Egypt so what I noticed there was that you know because of Joseph being um, really working with God and understanding that it's not by his power but really by God's power in him and him utilizing that power and him, you know, demonstrating that power, then that's where he got that appointment of being second in command in Egypt. So, you know, it's not, uh, that's, that's an important lesson for us to learn so that we can understand that we, you know, we're not doing stuff by ourselves as we've learned before. God and me makes the majority. So, you know, when you're working with God and God is on your side, then nothing is impossible for you to accomplish as long as you keep that, you know, it's not you, it's, it's really God that's doing it through you and you're just being used by God. And that's an important, important lesson that uh, for us to, to know here. So, like I said, Pharaoh didn't really appoint Joseph the man second in command, but he, 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 he respected and he, he saw the God in working through Joseph and in Joseph, and he appointed uh, Joseph based upon that. So he, he appointed the God in Joseph second in command. And another point I just want to make out of this very quickly is even before all this happened, before Joseph even interpreted his dreams, when they went, because now the butler remembered, uh, as we talked about yesterday as well too, the butler remembered that Joseph 
uh, was able to interpret dreams and he was locked away in prison when Pharaoh now had his dream and he needed someone to interpret it so they the, the butler told Pharaoh and then Pharaoh sent for Joseph and he said they, they quickly went to get Joseph but then Joseph as says he stopped he uh, he shaved because he was in prison now for two years he shaved and he changed his garments he changed his raiment and then he went and presented himself to Pharaoh so that's an, another important lesson that we can learn from this chapter is just the importance of even making that first appearance because uh, they're saying that there's the first appearance is so is so important. There's nothing like a first appearance, it's a first impression. But Joseph understood this, so he presents himself because if you think about it, when you meet people, the first time you see them, what you see, you immediately generate an impression of them. You you immediately generate if you're gonna be um if you're gonna you know, how you feel about them just based upon how you see them or how you view them. So it's important for us as we go around to present ourselves, if we're going to be working with God as we were just talking about before and really being used by God and you know letting the power of God be um, demonstrated through us, then we need to present ourselves as such because you don't know, like for instance if Joseph came there and he still looked like he was in the rags, he was in prison for the last two years, he didn't shave, then Pharaoh uh, would not have received him the same way. He wouldn't have seen him the same way. So. Joseph was uh, wise enough then to actually change his appearance and present himself in a way that we that uh, he would be respectable. So us, how, what we can learn from that is that we need to carry ourselves and you know, you know uh, dress appropriately if we're representing God, if we're living our lives as a, a demonstration of God's power in the earth. So we need to dress appropriately. We need to take care of our bodies. You know, you eat right, exercise, and do things like that. But that's that's another thing that uh, we can do. So that when we meet people and we're, you know, confessing God and, you know, speaking about God, then we actually are true, um, well, good examples, I should say. So that we really represent and we look like we're, we're, we know what we're talking about or that we are respectable in that sense. But that's another lesson. Even if you go further on in the chapter, when Pharaoh then changes uh, Joseph's position and makes him second in command, the first thing, one of the first things he does also is change his clothes as well too and he gives him a um, you know different a ring and he changes his appearance gives him fine linen so Pharaoh understood that too so when you uh, you have to dress according to the part so Pharaoh dressed him according to the part now that he's second in command he represents you know who Pharaoh is in the land so now Pharaoh had to change his clothes uh, to, to be representative of that but now for us when we walk around and we know that we're representing God, we should carry ourselves in the same way too. So as I go throughout the day, when I'm running down to the store, I mean, I used to just, you know, you might just throw on some clothes just to run down to the store, but you got to actually, I actually now, you know, uh, dress a little bit different just to even run down to the store. And especially even with um, uh, when I go traveling in my vessel, which is a whole other thing, you can't just dress any way because you might come across people and you want to make sure you come across with the correct impression because what they see first is how, they, is how they're really going to, um, you know, they get that impression off of your, your first appearance. So you want to make sure that you're always representing uh, the God or, you know, God's nature in, in, in your appearance. So those are the uh, lessons I want to bring up from today. There's a lot of stuff in this chapter, but I encourage you, like I said, to read the chapter and add it to our blog. And uh, we will talk to you tomorrow. Create yourself a wonderfully blessed day today.